At Kroger, we believe it takes the right team to bring you the freshest produce. That's why we partner with farmers who grow only the best. Because that level of teamwork means better, fresher options time and time again. From fresh berries to fresh tomatoes, we know the farm is where it all grows. From their farms to your forks, working with farmers is what it takes to be fresh for everyone. Kroger, fresh for everyone. The Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio Show or endorsed in any manner by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, the Exxon Broadcast Network, its affiliated networks, stations, employees, or advertisers. All-Hit Radio! Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. And welcome to the Exxon, everyone. I am Rob McConnell, and for the next four hours, I am your host. I am your guide, as together we'll cross the time-space continuum to this place that I call the Exxon. It's a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. It's a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. And the Exxon comes to you Monday through Friday from 10 p.m. Eastern until 2 a.m. Eastern right here on the Exxon Broadcast Network, Mutual Broadcast Network, Talkstar Radio Network, and iHeartRadio. If you'd like to uh, send me an email, exxon at exxonradiotv.com on all social media sites, TV, And to find out about the programming we have available for you, 724-365 on the Exxon Broadcast Network, visit www.xzbn.net. My guest this hour is Major Ed Dames. He is the world's foremost remote viewer teacher. Um, a former U.S. Army member who is now retired, is a decorated military intelligence officer and an original member of the U.S. Army Prototype Remote Viewing Training Program. He has served as the training and operations officer for the Defense Intelligence Agency's Psychic Intelligence, PSI-INT, collection unit, and currently serves as executive director for Matrix Intelligence Agency, a private consulting group. The technical consultant for the feature film Suspect Zero, a Tom Cruise, Paula Wagner production, Ed coached Sir Ben Kingsley and played the role of an FBI remote viewing instructor in the movie as well. His website, www.learnrv.com. And Ed, always great talking to you. How have you been since you and I last talked? Uh, I've been uh, so-so, uh, very busy, uh, going into semi-retirement, I, I think, how have I, you been? I've been I've been busy, but I, I've I've never imagined I would hear you say going into semi-retirement. Not with all the great work you've done over the years. I have some personal uh, projects, uh, Rob, that I, I'd like to pursue, and uh, they're not in the public domain using remote viewing uh, techniques and skills. And that's what I mean by semi-retirement. Oh, okay. You know, Ed, there are people who have joined into the different networks that we are now on since you and I were last talking. Maybe we should start off by explaining to them what remote viewing is. Of course. It's a very, very systematic, rigorous way of of taking unconscious, the unconscious part of our minds, and focusing that unconscious on a target, a, target, a person, place, thing, mm-hmm. or an event in the past or in many times uh, the future and holding unconscious onto that target and then downloading what what was discovered in the laboratory was sort of the syntax and grammar for how unconscious communicates the conscious awareness so we avail ourselves of of that discovery we hold on to a target and we describe it and uh... we also locate the target if it's uh, moving or not moving and uh, the, the ba- basically the the working hypothesis that we have because uh, we can't train it without a model, is that there is only one mind. Mind is a monad, a single mind, 
and we're all of our own individual consciousnesses. Our minds are immersed in that global, single, universal mind. That's how we can know anything about whatever past in that mind. And everything in that global mind, that universal mind, exists as a pattern of information. So that's what we, we train our unconscious to tune into, these various uh, patterns. And remote viewing is a three-part process, setting up the, the search term, what do you want to know, uh, what information do you want to acquire, and then conducting a remote viewing session, uh, which is about 45 minutes to two hours with, with breaks if we need them. And a we require up to a week or two weeks. It's a very complex thing. Let's say we wanted to find a cure for HIV and uh, or, or another disease. That's a long-term project. So that will require many, many sessions on the part of a, a team of remote viewers. And then the third part of the process is analyzing the data. Uh, but I have to uh, state that in conduct of remote viewing session, no thinking is allowed. We are not allowed to think. We're in a theta state. Protocols take us there. Our eyes are open. We're writing down information on pieces of paper and then sketching and drawing later. But there is no thinking allowed. So the analogy that I'm so want to use is think of playing the piano. Mm-hmm. The structure that we have, the protocols themselves are like, uh, are like sheet music. So whether we're working against somebody's missing wallet or stolen nuclear weapon, the protocols are the same, the same structure that we use, but we are not allowed to think about the data, that bit, the datum that we just acquired. We must keep moving and keep allowing unconscious to supply us with data in certain categories. So think about, again, harking back to the analogy of playing the piano. You do not think about the note that you just played. You That's right. Keep moving, or the music stops. During uh, during your explanation about remote viewing, you mentioned that you could actually remote view into the future. How is this done if the future has not been done yet? Yeah, well, that's not the the way that the, we linearize time. Is not the way that time actually exists. We found. Think of a uh, time as the the fourth dimension, this okay. linear flow of time. And we, re- especially in the West, we're very linear thinking. The concatenation of subject, verb, object to express ideas and sentences, as opposed to to the Chinese language. I speak and read Chinese, and that's a that's a, a more of a ideographic reading and producing uh, ideograms is a right brain process. That's why it appears that Asian people are so have such a high IQ, because they're using both hemispheres. Uh, but the, uh, the, the, so mind is outside of time. Think of time, uh, mind as the fifth mm-hmm. dimension. It looks down, allegorically speaking, on this broad panoply of events that exist in the, what we call the past uh, and the future. They're now. A moment ago, I was I was talking about in the English language. Where did that moment go? It's yeah. just as real as this one, and this one's not real either. So this idea of, of of time that we have is very very different than the way time actually is. So we had to discover that, and that caught, that was a big bugbear in our work when we were when we were trying to discern things in the future. But if we can remote view an event in the future, and generally speaking, large events are, are not a problem especially ones of survival nature or, or significant threats, they already exist in time. They're there. So it's like a big mountain in, mm-hmm. in, in the distance. We can visually see this big mountain. It, it exists already. But our problem is because mind's outside of time, and we deal in a linear time world, is we do not have the parallax, so to speak, to adjust the distance to this mountain. And in remote viewing, we have a very, very difficult time, not difficult, discerning a future event, a large earthquake or, or something like that, the, what I call uh, or massive solar flares, the so-called kill shot. But discerning or achieving the parallax, the, 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 how, how far out that is, is very difficult for us, and it's one of the limitations that we still have. Is it also possible to remote view back into the past? That's very easy. Yeah, that's that's extremely easy. Uh, we found it's, it's a zero problem to recreate any event, whether it's the crucifixion of Jesus of Nazareth or it's the uh, the, the, the the Gettysburg Address. It, it's a uh, it's 
I won't say it's a piece of cake, but right. it's close to a piece of cake for professionals. You were talking about uh, major events in the future. Did anybody that you're aware of remote view the events of 9-11? No, because we have to be, we have to point, it's a very precision process. We have to point our unconscious specifically to a target. I see. Let's say I want to remote view Osama bin Laden, whether he's dead or alive, or any state of being. Mm-hmm. That that specific target describing that particular individual is very, very different target than discerning his location, Osama bin Laden's location. Now the location of this individual becomes the target, and he becomes context. It's a very, very precise thing. We weren't looking that way. We weren't looking at, at a future terrorist, so-called terrorist events or things like that. Mm. We weren't looking at that at all. And if we're not looking, we, don't, we can't see it. Period. It's just like radar. If your radar is not pointed to the enemy and the enemy is approaching you from the rear, you're not going to see the enemy. Our radar is very, very precise and specific against the target. Fascinating. Truly fascinating. It's just like a radio. Unless you know the exact frequency, you're not going to hit the station you want to hear. Oh, yeah, and I could use lots of analogies there, but you're, you're, you're correct. Yeah. Ed, stand by. You and I have to take our first break. Exonation. Major Ed Dames is our very special guest. His website is learnrv.com. That's www.learnrv.com. And uh, Major Dames and I will be back on the other side of this commercial break as we continue here in the Exxon from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Once again, if you'd like to uh, send an email, exxonradiotv.com on all social media sites, exxonradiotv. And to find out the broadcast schedule of all the fine programs we have available for you on the Exxon Broadcast Network, visit www.xzbn.net. I'm Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon. Don't go away. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere. 24-7-365. Gwilda Wiaka's latest book, The Science of Magic, Book of Mysteries, Volume 1, is the first book in a series based on her writings that open every episode of the Science of Magic radio show. Drawing on the subject matter of each guest and armed with over 40 years experience in shamanism, 35 years in alternative health, and degrees in psychology and religious studies, Gwilda introduces relevant and leading-edge information that supports spiritual evolution and personal empowerment. Rich with wisdom and inspirational quotes packaged in digestible segments, this is a book that will pull you from cover to cover. It will also serve as a daily inspirational reading for years to come. The Science of Magic Book of Mysteries, Volume 1, is available at our website, tsompublications.com, amazon.com, and wherever fine books are sold. Back in Victorian England, a famous theologian posed a perplexing riddle. Why are the two top personalities in the Bible tagged with the numbers 7 and 11? Academics agree the answer is found in the stunning discovery of a hitherto secret Bible structure explained in a new book called The Genesis Grid. The discovery is so simple that preschool children could illustrate it. 
Certain claims are hugely controversial and may offend some, but at the X-Zone, we've studied this awesome new book and agree with one expert, and I quote, These discoveries appear to be beyond coincidence. So who or what hid this wonderful pattern in the Bible and what might they do next? Find out more, X-Zone Nation, and read reviews on www.genesisgrid.co.uk. That's www.genesisgrid.co.uk. Don't forget, X-Zone Nation, you can now watch the X-Zone TV channel on SimulTV, www.simultv.com. Major Ed Dames is our special guest, www.learnrv.com. Ed, what is the history of remote viewing? How was it discovered? It was the, uh, discovered in the, uh, well, the father of remote viewing, uh, Ingo Swan, the late Ingo Swan, who was my mentor, I became his protege, he was the one that actually discovered the breakthrough at Stanford Research Institute, the former Stanford Research mm-hmm. Institute in Menlo Park, Palo Alto, California. That it really started with the Navy, but most of the public really doesn't uh, know this. But back in the late 60s, the U.S. Navy was very, very concerned about the uh, Russian nuclear submarine problem. Once a submarine dives, you know, you lose track of it. Yep. And that's not a good thing if it's a boomer. So the RAND Corporation, the U.S. Navy, you know, were pulling their hair out trying to figure out the way of using Monte Carlo theory or game theory mm-hmm. to predict where these nuclear attack submarines might be so we could, uh, just, we could develop a defense against them. So the Navy was using, actually, they were going city to city to, to Madam X's crystal ball gazers, seeing if they could give the, any, this is a true story, any uh, insight into where a test nuclear submarine would be. And that program uh, really didn't work. So uh, then the CIA took over. Mm-hmm. The CIA tried, funded, funded the, the research at Stanford Institute, and then the Army took over from there because the Bay of Pigs invasion caused such a fiasco in CIA oh, yeah. that they had the, the, the DCI, the, the Director of Central Intelligence at that time, said, what other hip-pocket organizations do I have going on? And he shut those down. So the CIA coveted the program, but the Army took it over. And they funded the program at Stanford Research Institute to see if psychics could be used, uh, natural, very gifted natural uh, psychics could be used to, to gain inte- uh, information that could be turned into intelligence. So uh, that's, where, that's where the breakthrough methods that I mentioned, the syntax and grammar for how unconscious communicates effectively, the conscious one was developed. But it was really one of the guinea pigs, Ingo uh, 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 Swan himself, that came up with the breakthrough techniques because unlike the other psychics, the really gifted psychic, Hella Hammett, Keith Arary, and others uh, that I could mention, Ingo always wondered as a boy, as an 18-year-old growing up in Telluride, Colorado, knowing that he could do these things, he could foresee accurately events in the future and think, uh, describe things at a distance, remotely, ergo the term. He studied himself. He wondered how he was able cognitively to do this. So that's how, how the breakthroughs were developed. One of the guinea pigs was uh, used his own the studies of his own cognitive behavior to develop the methodology for how unconscious communicates to conscious awareness. And Mm -hmm. the idea was, hey, I wonder, now that we have these protocols on paper, like musical sheet music, could we teach them to just an ordinary Joe, like Ed Dames, for instance, at the time I was a captain uh, undercover. And uh, the program proved extraordinarily uh, effective. And and, the bottom line is that anybody can now learn how to do this. It, it, the structure is very much similar to language. If you don't have a language, if you don't grow up learning German or, or Swedish or, or, or English or, or, or Spanish mm-hmm. or, or a combination of those as a polyglot, you can't communicate except in whistles and, and hand signals and, and grunts. But once you have a language structure, now you learn that it can communicate effectively. And that was the structure that uh, that allowed us to do for me, 
as an intelligence officer to take this discovery out of the laboratory and turn it into a useful information collection tool. What's the difference for, for, for intelligence? What's the difference then between remote viewing and a psychic um, psychic reading or psychic projection? Well, uh, we'll get into projections later, but a psychic a, a psychic can't cannot hold on to a target. They do not have the discipline to do that. Mm. For instance, if a psychic is describing a murder site, well, I see this and that and the other thing, and the murderer is wearing this and that, and that's all I've got. Well, you take the point where they say that's all I've got, and you back up about 10 minutes, they lost the target 10 minutes ago, even the best of them. They do not have the rigor and the discipline and the skills to hold on to a target. So they the lose, and there's a lot of technicalities that I teach that are around that. So they don't but, deal in uh, real time where remote viewing does? Excuse me, sir? They don't, uh, psychic does not deal in real time where remote viewing does? No, no, no. No? We both, uh, both the, the psychic faculty, our natural birthright that all of us are born with, it, as your listeners might agree with me, no, we, you, we avail ourselves of that same innate faculty. Uh, and it uh, we're doing the same thing that psychics do, mm -hmm. but we're doing it as professionals and experts, where they are, I won't say dons, but they're uh, aficionados of the psychic, and they think, you know, they, they're, they, they get caught up in their own thinking and analysis as they get the target right. But then their thinking, their analysis, and lots of other things, their egos, their fears, their desires take over and overlay the accurate information, and we teach our students to be, be able to, to circumvent those, those problems. Are there, are there uses for remote viewers outside of the military intelligence field? Oh, absolutely. Uh, that's what uh, I, I do now on a day-to-day -day basis. Uh, for instance, uh, I'm, uh, right now I'm working mm -hmm. with the FBI on a serial um, a murderer, a serial killer, uh, two, uh, two missing uh, girls that are being sex trafficked, they're oh, alive, gosh. three murdered children, I have to find their bodies beginning next week, uh, and uh, uh, things of that, uh, that nature, and many, many others. I, I have a gold project where uh, I'm uh, looking for a, a, a stagecoach robbery, a, a loot, uh, so I, can, I get to have some fun once in a while with this. But the, uh, there are medical implications. Um, some of, I've had the honor of teaching some of the world's leading physicians and engineers. And in terms of the physicians, I ask them to bring, when I teach personally outside of the workshops, I ask them to bring me their most intractable problems, past or, or current. And we use those problems as a practicum and solve them in class. So we've been effective at, at, at helping save many, many lives in that regard. What has been the apex of your career so far as a remote viewer? Well, my my first love, and the one I'm going to return to uh, after I get this bucket list of killers and murderers <laughs> and FBI fugitives out of the way and the missing kids, is uh, uh, the ET UFO contact phenomenon. And uh, I'm going to return to that because I've done extensive work with that. Uh, the Crown Prince, the former Crown Prince of Liechtenstein, Hans Adam von Liechtenstein sponsored a very, very neat project that we had out in uh, New Mexico, uh, uh, Close Encounters of the Second Kind project, and I, I, miss, I miss that because it's really the spice of uh, life. It's the biggest mystery, uh, you know, in this century. Uh, I mean, Amelia Earhart's disappearance, and I know where her plane is, too, so we're, work, we're working and going out there and retrieving her aircraft. That's a mystery, but the UFO problem is, uh, is my favorite one. Why do you call it a problem? Well, uh, let's call it a mystery or an okay. enigma. All right. Let's call it an, the UFO enigma. Uh, in, in terms of my work, we, we set things up as a problem set, a problem to be solved. Which part of the problem, you know, do you, what, you pick a particular mm -hmm. aspect of the, of the phenomenon, phenomena, and then uh, you set that up as a problem to be solved. That's why technically I use that term. How, can anyone learn how to be a remote viewer? And if so, how long does it take? Yes, anyone can learn. Uh, it takes about six months to re uh, of working about an hour every other day <laughs> to, uh, to become pretty good and about two years to become a, 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 almost a professional. 
so that that those are the time uh, windows. When you're out uh, giving public uh, public appearances and, and and teaching your classes, Ed, what are what are some of the questions that the public ask you? One one is that uh, many times, depending on on one's religious uh, background, mm-hmm. uh, where they grow up, they are afraid that this might be uh, remote view might be connected with the old code really? things like that. You know, I've had these com- famous conversations with Father Malachi Martin, the late yes. Father Malachi yeah. Martin, about these kinds of things. But that's one that pops up. The other is, you know, fear of failure. Can I really learn? Well, I had the same fear. I w- I'm. Nat- in terms of nat- being natural psychic, I'm, I'm mediocre. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, when I teach natural psychics, the ones that I told you really lose the target, yeah. if they toe the line, then they become all-stars instead of just uh, professionals really, like me. Mm-hmm. Fascinating. When did you start teaching? 1984. And approx- I, I learned from Ingo Swan, the father of remote viewing, uh, uh, taught, taught me all the basic and the fundamentals. Then I had to take that down into the military unit as, the, as operations and training officer at the Defense Intelligence Agency and, and teach that to military officers and then later on to civilian intelligence officials. And then I, uh, but that was 1984, and I've been teaching since then. All right, Ed, please stand by. You and I have to take our break at the bottom of the hour for the news. Exonation Major Ed Dames is our special guest. And uh, anybody who has ever read about remote viewing or heard any of the, of the other networks and broadcasts on radio and TV about remote viewing, you obviously and most likely have heard of Major Ed Dames. If you'd like to find out more information, visit www.learnrv.com. That's www.learnrv.com. Major Ed Dames and I return on the other side of this commercial break with the news as we continue here in the Exome from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, on the Exome Broadcast Network, iHeartRadio, Talkstar Radio, and Mutual Broadcast Network. Don't go away. Broadcast studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, to the world and beyond. You're watching the Exxon Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. ABS Media The scientist and the mystic have been on an age-old, relentless search with one thing in common. They seek truth. Their paths converge in the 40,000-year-old practice of shamanism, an ancient science delving to the quantum level of life, facilitating healing, manifestation, and evolution. I'm Gwilda Wiecka, the founder and director of Path Home Shamanic Arts School, a unique Colorado State-certified occupational school, training shamanic practitioners and teachers. We also provide classes for empowering personal lives through shamanism. Our certification classes are in week-long segments, enabling international participation, and online classes and long-distance shamanic healing sessions are available. Come discover the science of magic in the limitless world of shamanism. www.findyourpathhome.com Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the X-Zone Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere. 24-7-365. 
Rob McConnell here, presenting an overview for Nicholas Paul Jinnix, author of a fascinating book, Amen. It presents facts revealed by Egyptologists, facts that enable us to understand why Amen is the beginning of creation of God. It provides recommendations for religious leaders of the major religions to unify their beliefs and teach the Word of God, love one another. Amen informs people how mankind conceived God. It was the Egyptians that developed the concepts of a soul, a hereafter, and son of God. And finally, after the worship of many gods, they conceived the belief in one universal God, the maker of all there is. For more information, visit www.futureofgodamen.com. That's www.futureofgodamen.com. Welcome back, everyone. This is the Exxon. I am Rob McConnell. Major Ed Dames is our special guest. We're talking about remote viewing this hour here in the Exxon. For more information about Major Ed Dames and uh, to find out more about remote viewing, visit www.learnrv.com. Now, Ed, we've uh, we've talked uh, quite a bit in the first segment about the first and second segment about the positive aspects of remote viewing. Are there any negative aspects? Uh, I, I'm not sure how, how one would, would, you know, really d define negative aspects. But one that I, uh, one that I certainly feel is negative, and personally, I deal a lot with uh, missing children, and, yeah. and, and many of these children are are, are dead. They've been murdered, oh. raped, and murdered, and thrown away. And I've got to find their bodies, and uh, and, and so I, I I have to. I have to deal with a lot of these cases, and uh, they are—they're tough. And so I, you know, I'm a human being. I cry, yeah. but I got to get over it and go back to work. So I, I guess you would call that negative. But other than that, I'm not so sure. I know where you're uh, well, where you're coming from. Let, let me ask you this: If the good guys can use remote viewing to to find the bad guys, is it possible the bad guys could also use remote viewing to further their cause? Absolutely, yeah, absolutely, uh, yeah. and and uh, just uh, tangentially, I do not teach ethics. When I teach professionals, yeah. I do not teach ethics. They can do whatever they want with this, mm -hmm. try to use it in the court of law to gain an upper edge hand or whatever, but I have my own ethics, but I don't teach them. So, uh, yes, the answer uh, is yes. They, they, the tables could be turned. <laughs> I, I was just in, I was, uh, interestingly, along those lines, uh, uh, after the Cold War was over, I met my Cold War counterparts. The KGB had an extra sense team. That's what they call, call it. They never, the KGB never knew, nor did the GRU, the Soviet military intelligence. They never knew how to train this. They didn't have. Uh, they never. They had to use natural psychics, and they, which were who were very very good. And the GRU, the Soviet military intelligence, tried to use mind-expanding drugs, Halcyon and LSD and things like that. didn't work for lots of technical reasons. But uh, I was in St. Petersburg a little while ago, and I met with my former KGB counterparts and helped. And uh, just two months ago, I helped them find a uh, ter uh, terrorist. The Russians find a, uh, a jihadi terrorist. And in fact, Putin called president trump to thank him for the cia's help well that wasn't all the cia that was me and i, I, I even passed the uh, google street view of the jihadi's uh, uh, living quarters his apartment uh, to the uh, kgb uh, to the fsb the fsb is a successor of the kgb and to the russian embassy in washington dc so uh i'm and i live part-time in in ukraine and russia so I, I help out over there with the terrorist problem hmm you were saying that you used Google Earth to to show the other people where the terrorist was living. Yeah, yeah. When uh, my my uh, what we call geofix, remote viewing geofix mm -hmm. techniques, the methods are, are the methods can get down to within sixty feet of a target anywhere on Earth, except uh, in homogeneous environments, sea, and in what forest. 
where there are no reference points. In a city or places like that, yeah, we can get right down to about 60, feet, uh, 60 meters, about 100 uh, feet uh, diameter. And then I can drop, if it's in the city mm-hmm. or a place where, uh, in a suburban area or in the country where Google Earth has, has street view, I can get down there and get a street view shot of, uh, of my target, which is usually a person or a missing child. But sometimes these street views are two years old. That has no effect on your ability to identify the, uh, the target through the street view, even though it may be two years old? A little bit. For instance, okay. a lot of a lot of structures are gone. Yeah. If the, if the street view is older than that, the, the structures have been raised mm-hmm. or something like that too. But many uh, many times the street view is fairly current. And what I'm interested in is structures. I see. For, if I'm tracking a fugitive, mm-hmm. I want to know which mobile home park he's in, knowing that his mobile home, if his if he lives in a recreation vehicle, may or may not be there at that time, but at least I've got the mobile home park down, and I can sit down with the FBI and, and work with that. Is there any way to block a remote viewer from finding you? No, no, the, 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 there isn't. Uh, there's no way to block it. Uh, occasionally, there are instances where, you, where, where things are off limits. For instance, trap doors exist where technologies that, that angels... Angels are real. They can block. They can block effectively block you from perceiving something. We know that uh, it's a long story, but we know that to be to be true. So, an, an angel once in a while, angels can can block working in your mind can block you from perceiving uh, certain targets. No disrespect meant here, Ed, but how do we know angels are real? Oh, it goes back to it goes. Uh, it, for me, yeah. I, I didn't believe in angels until Robert Monroe, at the, the late Robert Monroe at the Monroe Institute, mm-hmm. we, were sending, uh, we were sending our recruits to the Monroe Institute in Elliotsport, Virginia. And Robert Monroe, who wrote the book Journeys Out of Body, he was a businessman who had out-of-body experiences and then actually uh, formed an institute to teach people how to leave their bodies and uh, these kinds of things. And we were sending our recruits down there. Before reading them on, briefing them on the existence of the psychic spying unit, mm-hmm. we wanted to see what their reaction would be if, the, if they knew that they were, the Army had something like this, a program like this. So we were sending our recruits, and I went to, down to uh, the Monroe Institute to practice altered uh, states and out-of-body experiences. And what I found out later on as I became the operations officer for the psychic spy unit Bob Monroe came up to us at Fort Bean, Maryland, and said, somebody is pinging me. A group of three individuals are pinging me when I sleep, and I cannot sleep. Long story short is that was the Russian KGB psychic spying unit trying to get information from Bob Monroe because we were spending so much time down at the, the institute, mm-hmm. his institute. They thought he was the commander of our unit. Oh, my gosh. So they were entering his mind. Yeah, we called it. I called it war in the ether. There's a chapter in my autobiography about this. They were entering his mind when he was sleeping because you're very vulnerable when you sleep, uh, it, for lots of technical reasons, and, and trying to get extract information. So what I did was sick my team onto this particular. We went back in time to when Bob Monroe was sleeping to that event and tracked back to these three individuals in Moscow. Actually, they were in Leningrad at the time, St. Petersburg now, and, and, uh, and watched them work against Bob. And that's how we found out about, the, uh, ab- about them. But we saw that they were being blocked sometimes by, by what Bob Monroe called a veil. Some type of a veil was blocking them. So now we had to research what this veil was that Bob was alluding to, and that's how we discovered these entities that the church fathers described just thomas aquinas saint augustine and others and i looked i'm reading what the 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 same words that we were using our viewers were using to describe these entities and i said well if it looks like a a a duck and it walks like a duck and it quacks like a duck it's an angel that's how i i had to accept the fact or the idea that angels were blocking uh, the russians from further uh, interdicting or interfering with Bob's sleep. 
If someone suspects that because of their job or because of their, uh, because of the mission they are on, that they may be a target of remote viewers, can't, is there anything they can do to scramble the signal that, or scramble their, their no. existence? No, no there's I... not. In fact, during uh, the first uh, desert, desert uh, storm, mm -hmm. when we were, when vice pre the vice president of the United States asked me, Dan Quayle at the time, asked me to, to discern whether, to, to look, to see, look, allegorically speaking, use removing to discern whether or not there were stay-behind weapons of mass destruction in Kuwait City. The, after after the, the Desert Storm shield was over, after that, that combat was over, the, uh, the, the Persian newspapers and, and Baghdad newspapers, were, were, they, they found out what I was doing and were saying that, you know, the, the, uh, the great Satan is using psychic tools to penetrate our, our, our activities. And they had no way of stopping us. There is no way of stopping us. If you want to remove me, I cannot stop you because you're not re there's no direct connection energetically, let's say, between you and I. If you remote view me, because as in like telepathy, for instance, right. where there is a direct connection, you're, you're remote viewing the way I exist as a pattern of information in another dimension. There's no direct contact. You're downloading the book of Ed, and I cannot stop you from doing that, mm -hmm. going into that library in the sky and doing that. Sounds like the Matrix. That's what we call it. Yeah. It was Ingo Swan's term. I've kept a lot of uh, Ingo's uh, uh, vernacular just out of respect for him. Uh, the, the, and I like the matrix, uh, what he termed the font from whence all form arises. As you might know, I, uh, I trained Sir Ben Kingsley to, to mm -hmm. play me in Suspects here. I have a cameo as a FBI instructor, and I did that in Tom Cruise's office while he was making The Last Samurai in New Zealand. And, and it, it uh, with the Matrix, uh, Carrie Ann Moss, one of your your fellow Canadians, she was in that movie uh, as well, and she was she was also in the Matrix. So it's a funny coincidence. You and I have to take our final break. Please stand by, Ed. Exonation Major Ed Dames is our special guest. www.learnrv.com. That's www.learnrv.com. We'll be back on the other side of this break as we wrap up this hour here in the Exome from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. Named one of the world's greatest psychics, Elizabeth Joyce is now giving readings worldwide via Skype. Elizabeth Joyce is recognized for her clairvoyant ability to help find missing persons, her analysis of dreams, past life regression work, mediumship, and her accurate predictions. Elizabeth has been a frequent guest on the Exxon radio show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, now for several years. For an appointment with Elizabeth Joyce, call 201-934-8986 or Skype at elizabeth.joyce. And for more information, you can always visit Elizabeth Joyce online at www.new-visions.com. The new nonfiction book, Razor of Madness, is similar to cult movies like Clockwork Orange, Dragon's Tattoo, or The Other Side of Hell. Wayne Morin Jr. and Thomas Lee Howe will expose widespread and systematic deficiencies in this thought-provoking tell-all novel. Mind control rages among scholars in law schools. Human rights are ignored while thought reform and mental manipulation are accepted practices used as behavior modification. Dr. Louis Jolion West comes to mind. Media and public scrutiny shows that United States mental hospitals are in fact destructive murder industries. Razor of Madness Expose Novel details this epidemic through an in-depth professional and personal investigation. For decades there has been a revolving door policy that still releases killers and pedophiles back into society. The maestro of mind control continues to haunt America to this very day. 
Razor of Madness is available in paperback or as a downloadable ebook at Amazon.com. I'm William S. Peckham. If you enjoy a good mystery with a touch of the paranormal, then you'll love my novel, From Out of the Woodwork. It's the story of a young Toronto contractor, Sean Kennedy, who buys derelict homes, guts them, and turns them into multifamily dwellings. Slums just waiting to happen. When Sean buys 29 Livery Lane, the house fights back. Former owners unexpectedly come out of the woodwork as he starts the destruction. The apparitions come to him when he touches old books, reads hidden letters, rummages through old boxes, finds a locket or reads a discovered manuscript of a murder mystery. From out of the woodwork will take you from 1899 to the horror of the World Trade Center, September 11, 2001. Check out From Out of the Woodwork on my website, www.williamspeckham.com. And welcome back to the Exxon, everyone. I am Rob McConnell. Major Ed Dames is my special guest of this hour www.learnrv.com. And uh, by the way, Exxon Nation, uh, we are now heard in 178 countries around the world. Not bad. It only took us, uh, what, 28 years to get up to 100 and, what is it, Craig? 100 and, 178 countries. So there you go. The Exxon Nation growing strong because of you, our members of the Exxon Nation who have been with us and helped us grow over the past 28 years of doing this show on radio. For more information about uh, Major Ed Dames, visit www.learnrv.com. Um, when it comes to remote viewing, do you think that as we progress into the future and as we better understand the quantum physics, the string, and, and other parts of science that we are learning about in, in leaps and bounds that we will able we will be able to use these new sciences with remote viewing in order to perfect it even even greater yeah i think it will be a mutual um, 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 the idea of mutualism it will be mutually supportive ai and, and consciousness tools I, I want to point out one thing that before i i i continue mm-hmm. that as as practitioners of of this particular skill, we do not know how we're doing it. We 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 have one half of the Western scientific method, and that's replicability. Two trained remote viewers working independent of each other can come up with the same information about the same target over and over again. We've got that, but we do not have a theory of how we're able to do this. Yes, there are are, are some some postulates, uh, but there is no theory. But the, the thing is that one of, the, one of my, my goals is to show the public, and I, I'm about to do that in the next few months, uh, no uncertain terms at the grassroots level with these projects, that uh, robots will stand in awe. Because a robot, a, a, a robot, if a robot watches me teach students, the robot mm-hmm. will be able to teach students as well, perhaps better than I. But the robot will never be able to actually remote view. So that's going to be a, a real uh, a conundrum for uh, any Android that tries to figure out not just what emotions are, but how in the heck somebody can perceive something in another dimension that has nothing to do with electronics or electron flow or light flow. Mm-hmm. It's something else. Mind is a entirely different thing. But yes, the CIA, what, what, uh, before I left the, the, the confines of intelligence, the CIA knew that there would be progress in this arena. And they have been watching me very closely and the progress that I made in evolving this tool over the last 30-plus years. So it does, it, 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 consciousness tools are really, in fact, consciousness tools, we knew at DIA level, it's the only way to, to crack the UFO enigma. No, no, nothing, ever, the Project Blue Book failed. Uh, you know, all the 10 working hypotheses, n- none of them came up with an answer. But we have tons of information using these techniques and methods. Yes, we may be dealing with, with 
interdimensionals as well as extraterrestrials, and the extraterrestrials may be nominally 100 million years ahead of us in some cases, but still we can gain some insight using these tools where no other tool can work. Is it possible to remote view on other planets? Oh, absolutely, yeah. That's, there, space and time uh, have... Uh, space itself has no bearing, mm-hmm. ergo the term remote viewing, right. that has no effect whatsoever on our, our, our work. What is the Not biggest... What is the big what is the biggest challenge Ed, that you and other remote viewers face most frequently? A time in the future predicting we can see events, large mm-hmm. events, we can perceive them, describe them accurately, but we can we are one of our key limitations, if not the key limitation, and I don't know if it's soluble is discerning the di- a distance in time uh, in the future. So that's one of the big ones uh, right there. Um, other than that, the, uh, the other one is alpha, uh, alphanumerics. If you have a book in your safe, let's say a top-secret uh, document, uh, it's no problem for us to download if we if we target the safe and the, and the inside of the safe as remote viewers. It isn't any problem for us to download the ideas associated with the document, the top secret document. Mm-hmm. But we can't read it. I see. Uh, uh, because alpha reading numbers or letters throws us into left brain linear mode, and remote viewing is uh, is mostly a, a right brain modality. Gotcha. Can you tell us about some of the topics that you expose in your behind closed door set? Yeah, that's uh, remote viewing products. My producers uh, put out recently uh, uh, a set of DVDs that people go to uh, remoteviewingdiscoveries.com. There's a brand new set of DVDs that encompass a, a number of closed door sessions that I had for the public, where public where individuals had to sign a non-disclosure agreement, mm-hmm. these kinds of things, about things that I cannot talk about on the radio. They're far, far too sensitive. Who did 9-11? Those kinds of things. And uh, I, I'll end up nowhere, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Sure, I understand, and I, and I, uh, I, I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, I cannot talk about a lot yeah. of those things. So those are on those uh, DVDs, and uh, it's just things that I cannot talk about on the radio or publicly. But they're very, very important and sensitive, uh, um, and very, uh, very sad in terms of st- the state of affairs. For you know things like uh, exact, we, we can discern how uh, President John F. Kennedy w- was a, was killed. We really? got that. We can talk about that. When we get down to the actual players, to the ones who directed the hit, these kinds of things, that's what I mean, that I, where I cannot talk about those names and uh, people uh, because I'll be in trouble. Fascinating. Truly fascinating. Um, how many dimensions are there? You, we've been talking about more than one dimension uh, based on your experience and your expertise in the field. How many dimensions do you, I or don't have know, you, Rob, really? I, I, I'm not a scientist. I have no idea. Mind, I, I, I assume, you know, I just, as, as a simple man, I look at time as the fourth dimension and mind okay. as the fifth. Other than that, technically, I have many young physicists come to me mm-hmm. and say, and, and because the young physicists are really interested in my work and I teach them, Ed, how are you guys able to perceive things outside the light cone, blah, 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 and these kinds of things? And I said, well, first of all, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and second of all, this is what we do. And you can describe it any way you want, but I can't put it into scientific terms. The action at a distance, Einstein, Podolsky, Rosenberg, things, I can't do that. You guys are going to have to do it. You can watch me work and then figure it out. Good, so we're going to leave it to the academicians to come up with the theory. Not me. That's not on my watch. We've got about uh, two minutes left, Ed. What, what are your final words to the Exxon Nation when it comes to remote viewing and um, how remote viewing yeah. can affect the world now, in the future? Yeah, I, two, two things I'd like to say. Actually, one thing concatenated, two things. The, I, I did a project for the late Lawrence Rockefeller. Um, he, hired, he had an institute, and uh, he hired me to do a contract, uh, atmosphere, uh, Atmospheric Ozone Depletion Projected Consequences and Remedial Technologies was the name of the contract that we did. And 
later towards the 11th hour of his life he realized that the internet which he which people like him thought was just a a, a joke a plaything was extremely dangerous because people were talking to each other and the biggest thing people like uh, the Rothschilds and mm-hmm. the tripartite and the elite the so-called deep state have to fear is exposure as you might agree I'm sure you agree with I do me. yes well you if they think that's bad Remote viewing, I tell you, the congressional intel members, Senator Inouye and others, used to come up to Fort Meade and watch us work. They were scared to death that we would turn, be looking at them, which, of course, we had no time to do, mm-hmm. right? But, but they had the most to hide. <laughs> and so if, if the Internet, which needs to be controlled by the deep state, has to be, uh, as well as uh, education and energy and food and, and power, it has to be controlled. But you can't control a person's mind. It's free. I told you there's no way to block. You may be able to wow. block a person's use of the Internet, but you cannot block mind, consciousness tools. You can't do it. That should be very, very scary, a world without secrets to the deep state. Well, I've always said, Ed, that if you have nothing to hide, you have nothing to fear. Roger. Couldn't agree more. Ed, where are you going to be? Uh, are you going to be doing any personal appearances in the near future? Are you going to be giving any courses anywhere? I'm taking a break to do the, uh, this field work that I talked about. I got yeah. to find these kids. I have to find them. two of them are alive, and you can imagine what their life, oh their God, sex yeah. traffic. And you can imagine what their life is like day to day. And I got to bring closure on a few of these other kids. So I'll be in the field for, for the for uh, probably in the next five or six months. Well, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show. It's always a great pleasure talking to you. Uh-huh. And, and listen, thank you for your service. It's, been a, it's appreciated, and thank, uh, you know, thank you for what you do and the people that you've helped train. And I wish you nothing but the very best of success in finding these, these poor children and bringing closure to their families. Thank you, Rob. A happy New Year to you and your, your, your loved ones. All right, you take care of yourself, Ed. Exonation right. Major Ed Dames has been our guest this hour www.learnrv.com That's www.learnrv.com We'll be back on the other side of this commercial break with the news at six and a half minutes past the top of the hour as we continue here in the X-Zone from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Whether you're a believer or a skeptic, send me an email. Tell me what you think about any of the shows we've had, any of the guests we've had. Whether you agree with me or like, I get some emails that say, Rob, you're way too hard on some people. And I send them an email back saying, I don't think so, but that's their opinion. Exxon at exxonradiotv.com. This is the Exxon. I am Rob McConnell. Back after this break. Don't go away. Modern Esoteric, Beyond Our Senses by Brad Olson, consummates the lifeology story about where humanity originates. It is the lost continents, the primitive wisdom, the mythos of creation, and the rethinking of ancient history as we are taught in academia. There is much more to the story than what we have been told. As this is the first book in the Esoteric series, Modern Esoteric starts at the beginning of time and accelerates up to this modern age. Future Esoteric is book two in the series and takes a forward-looking position ahead of today with an open and honest examination of the ET issue and various unexplained phenomena. To discover the writings of author Brad Olson, visit www.bradolson.com. That's www.bradolson.com. Are you or is someone you know struggling with addictions, depression, anxiety, relationships, low self-esteem, lack of confidence, grief, success, and prosperity? Do you know that your subconscious belief plays a big role in the outcome of your hard work? We can help you permanently change the beliefs that may be the reason for your struggles and failures. We care about getting you the return on your investment and the results you are looking for. We can help you be free of the limitations of your past and in realizing your highest potential. 
We work with people by phone and Skype. For more information, visit us at www.ritasoman.com. That's www.ritasoman.com. Do you think you have energy problems in your home? Do you feel better when you're away than when you're home? Joey Korn is a global leader in the world of dowsing who specializes in personal energy clearing and space clearing. He can help you create an ideal energy environment in your home no matter where you live in the world. Learn about his remote spiritual house cleaning services and much more at www.dowsers.com. You can get Joey's book, Dowsing, A Path to Enlightenment, as well as other dowsing books and tools, Kabbalah books, and Walter Russell books. Joey's work is really amazing. Go to dowsers.com right now. That's D-O-W-S-E-R-S dot com or call 1-877-DOWSING. That's 1-877-369-7464.